Hey agents, welcome back to Cash Call, the only podcast where you get real coaching on actual real estate calls and conversations by agents and ISAs just like you. Today, your hosts, Dale Archdeacon of Smart Inside Sales and Brian Curtis of Creative Coaching review your calls, what went well, what areas need work, and discuss strategies for improving your conversion rates. Welcome back to Cash Call, everybody. Dale Archdeacon, Brian Curtis for another week of helping you guys convert more of your leads. So, Brian, I have a call I want to listen to today. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to make everybody listen to the full call. And in fact, the full call, the, the uh, agent does a really good job at discovery, you know, has a very smooth conversation, very good discovery. And, uh, you know, I know one of, one of your passions is the button-up script, and it's something that we teach also. And so I, I want to listen to that call because there's clearly an opportunity for that where, where it could be missing. Um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you have for us today? I've got a call that um, it's just an opportunity. There's, there, there's, it was a good call. There was a lot of good stuff in it, but there's also opportunities to go to the next level. One of the things I feel like when we get people who are willing to work with us, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I want to go see a house. Then maybe we need to make sure that we're still doing the rest of the deal instead of skipping that. Cause we got excited. Oh, we got an appointment. Great. We're good to go. So um, I think that's what that call is really focused on. Uh, so are you saying that in your call, they were kind of light on the discovery? Yeah. In my opinion, they, they should have done some more discovery. They missed an opportunity to ask, you know, I mean, here's a simple example and we'll see it when we get there. But, you know, the idea of, you know, hey, I've got two kids and they go, great, you got two kids. Ask the next question. How old are your kids? Because that matters. Like, are schools important to you? Or are your kids 17 and 18 and they're moving, they're going to college? Or, you know, are you, are your kids in private school? So that doesn't matter. I mean, there's so many things we got to make sure we're doing the full discovery, I guess, is some of the stuff that I, that I think are important inside that call. Yeah. In that case, let's listen to yours first because um, mine does good discovery. So we could do yours and then we can show the good discovery and then we can talk about the issue that, that I heard in mine. Uh, but also let me remind everybody watching us. We have a ton of people on here today. Everybody watching, um, we do like to do some Q&A at the end of this. So if you're an ISA, you have questions about how to operate, um, conversion, scripting, dialogue, objections, closing the handoff. If you're an agent and you have any of those questions, scripting, dialogue, objections, Anything that Brian and I can help you with, I think combined, Brian and I have something like, I don't know, 30 or 30 something, maybe 40 years of experience. Something like that. I, it, it all just kind of goes, and I've been doing this for 20 years, so I guess that's, that's a while. So I'm, I think I'm 13 years. Yeah. So awesome. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. All right. Awesome. Um, while I'm scheduling this appointment, uh, let me just check into their schedule and see when their availability is. In the meantime, um, tell me a little bit more about your home search. Are you looking to move for a timeline? I don't have a set timeline. Um, I just kind of started looking. I've been looking off and on kind of. Um, I do want to stay in downtown Rogers. That's why it's been really, just, it's been kind of, there, there's not a lot happening in downtown Rogers as far as homes with like under 200,000. Gotcha. Yeah, so. no, I, I know what you're saying. I've, I've shopped in that, um, in that price range as well. And then, um, yeah. so, so you've been shopping on and on. Um, have you been working with another agent? Uh, I, I was looking, I was working with, um, 
Oh gosh, I can't remember her name. This is a couple months ago though. Uh-huh. And I can't remember her name. Actually. Okay. All right, perfect. I just want to make sure that I'm not stepping on anyone's anyone's toes. Oh no. Just... No, it was just yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. So let's see. So I'm just pulling this one up. Um tell me a little bit more about yourself. Is it going to be yourself moving? Are you moving with a partner? No, it would be just myself and my two kids. Yourself and your two kids? Okay, all right, awesome. And then um, do you mind me asking um, what your uh, what your occupation is? I'm just going to see if I can also connect you with any resources like first-time home buyer or public servant. Okay, um, yeah, well, yeah, it would be my first time buying a home. But um, I'm a diet technician at the hospital at Mercy. Nice. All right. Excellent. So I'm going to just make sure that I put in my notes that you're a first time home buyer. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. And then let's see what's going on. So here's some of the stuff that I'm talking about. I don't feel like she's done anything specifically wrong. Like she's going through discovery. Are you working with another agent? No. Um, you know, is it just, I love the question, the way that she's asked it. It's, it's 2022. It's not 1955. So, you know, is there any significant other or another person that's going to move with you not do you have a husband which you know a lot of people for years and years, that's what they did and right. you know um if you're only willing to work with people who fall into that category then ask that question but if you're like me and i don't care who i work with as long as they don't treat me like crap then make sure you're asking questions that aren't offensive yeah you actually can't ask that question it's it, it can be considered sure. uh, uh yeah discrimination right yeah, um, it should be yeah which i mean kind of Kind of could, well, probably was back in the day. I can't imagine that it is now, but, you know, an unmarried woman or a single woman moving into somewhere could have been discriminated against. I don't know if that would still happen, but. Yeah. And then, you know, so here's, here's what I'm suggesting with this, by the way, this is a, this is overall great call. Like I'd rate this call a seven, but the things we want to do is we just want to take that next step. And, you know, so the kids, you know, how, what are the ages of your kids? Are they in school? Do schools matter to you? Those are the types of things that show that you are a great agent and are going to provide that person what they need. Obviously, it didn't seem that important to this person or she didn't think about it. But again, first time home buyer, so maybe she's not even thinking about it. So those are things that I think are really important as we're doing discovery. Yeah, I'd also like to say that uh, what, what I'm not hearing is there's just not there's just not a lot of connection. Like the agent isn't attempting to make a human connection with this other person. Uh, they're getting, they're checking the boxes, but it's not a lot of personality connection going on. And I'll even argue that like the call I have is a little bit better about it, but there's still a lack of that kind of real human connection going on. Yeah, and I'll say this with a first time home buyer, if you can build this person, we already know they're a first time home buyer, you can build a little bit of rapport, you can tell them exactly what to do. Oh, yeah. All, right. all you, and, you, and they need it. I mean, I'm not because you're a jerk and you're trying to manipulate. So I'm not saying that. But what right. I'm saying is, you're a first time home buyer. Great. I'm going to be your guide through this process. And, you know, I'll hold your hand through the entire thing. That way, you know, you don't have to worry about it. There's a lot of moving parts in a real estate transaction. I know you haven't done this before. So, you know, if you're willing, I'll be your guide. How does that sound? 
oh, that sounds great. Basically, you just got their permission to tell them exactly what to do. And again, handle that ethically, be an ethical person. I'm not suggesting that you do anything crappy with that. But now you can say, this is the lender you should talk to. This is the home inspector you should talk to. I mean, it gives you so many opportunities when you build that relationship and that trust to help influence that person. And again, influence them in an ethical way. I'm not suggesting we do anything bad. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I I'm going to show you a couple other things in here that I would like to see done just a little bit different, and then we'll we'll swing over to your call. For tomorrow, and then let's see. So I've got, and it is it. I've seen this house here for just a short time now. Tomorrow, push this forward. Let's, uh, do you have anything today? Like it quit. Today is blocked out, so they're they died. Oh, I didn't realize it was still occupied. Okay, no, that makes. Basically, she went over and told yes, told the people yeah. that so, it was an occupied uh, property. They couldn't get in today. It was blocked out. So, yeah. So it's it's um, so basically, you know, the family moves in. Uh, maybe four thirty tomorrow, sometime a little late later. Yeah, we can do. It. Let me double check. I saw a couple of like early evening. Let's see, so tomorrow, um, so it would have to be like five forty-five or six. An interesting thing happens here. She doesn't want to go to this appointment uh, so late at night and i'm just going to talk through it because i want to i want to you know save our time here but she doesn't want to go at night for obvious reasons she wants to see the neighborhood she wants to see the things here's a mistake that this agent makes and i would like to point out to you guys don't do this well why don't you drive by this afternoon before it's dark take a look at the house and then you know you'll know if you like the neighborhood or not well I'm okay doing that actually with a client who I've met in person and I've established them as my client. But at this point, what happens if she drives by the neighborhood, doesn't like the house and says, hey, I cancel. Now you just missed an opportunity to meet somebody in person. And we always, always, always want to meet them in person. How do you feel about that, Dale? I absolutely agree. And in fact, um, let's say, because you know, I, I know people are going to be in different markets. We have some dicey neighborhoods here where I am. Oh, okay. Sure. And so if you, and, and there's, this kind of gets into a weird gray area, right? Because a lot, we'll have people from out of town who are like, oh, hey, there's this really affordable house on whatever street. And you're like, how familiar are you with the area? And they're like, not at right. all. And you're like, okay, great. So one, I, I can't, you know, it's steering, right? First of all, that's a, that's an ethics problem where it, it, honestly, like a, Again, one of those uh, regular, I forget the regulation. Somebody's going to blast me for this, but fair housing. Uh, yeah, so it's fair housing. Like I can't tell you, you can't go into that neighborhood or do that over there, right? So what you're comfortable with. Uh, but in this case, you know, this person doesn't know the house or the neighborhood. The agent, I totally agree with you. The agent should get face-to-face -face with her. So even if it's an area where the agent doesn't feel comfortable going to, go to a third-party location. Just be like, hey, yeah, that's awesome. We can totally go and check it out. And, and I'd love to go with you. Let's meet at whatever coffee shop and we can tool around together a little bit or I can take you on a little caravan through the neighborhood, whatever it is, right? Um, but yes, absolutely get face-to-face -face with them. Even in the extreme example of where you know they won't like it and it probably won't work for them, but you still want to get face-to-face -face with them before they get disappointed. 
Yeah. And you want, again, because every agent I've ever spoken to, and someone will make me a liar about this eventually, but every agent I've ever spoken to tells me they're better in person. So don't screw up an opportunity to meet somebody in person right. is, is the short version of that. Yeah. So. After, and uh, to your point, Brian, after you've gotten face to face with them, then be like, Hey, go check that house out <laughs> in the daytime. Yeah, establish you know, that relationship. And, and here's the thing, like in, in Rogers, Arkansas, that's where this house is. There, there's no bad areas. I mean, you know, you're not going to, you know, be scared to death to drive through any of these neighborhoods at night or anything like that. So that's, you know, there's areas that are better than others, but there's not like, oh my God, there's a crime area over here. And there was a murder yesterday. I mean, we don't deal with that, but, you know, um, at the same point in time, you want to meet that person in person. So um, I'm going to fast forward just to the end of this. And I'm going to point out one other thing that and I'm not going to listen to it, but one other thing that happens in here, and this is a mistake I think agents make consistently. She asked her, are you working with a lender? And she said, well, I've got a person from a couple months ago that I talked to. And, and then, you know, she goes, well, I'll send you my lender's contact information, which is great. But let me say this, give them a reason. So we have a, a first time home buyer program. Hey, if, by the way, if you work with our lender, we'll give you a free appraisal. And I think something like that is important. And those of you who are who are afraid to try and push people to another lender, get over it. Not because that lender's making you money or any of those you know programs like that, but mostly because they're going to end up with some Yahoo who's going to screw the deal up. And you don't want that. So do everything you can to get them to a lender that they know, especially a first-time home buyer, who's going to do a good job. Because who knows what this lady's credit looks like? Who knows what? I mean, it's first-time home buyer. You have no idea what they're doing. So get them with a lender you trust who you can have conversations with, because otherwise it can make your transaction twice as hard. Uh, so. I, I do want to say something about that real quick, Brian, is that 99% sure. of the time, if you have an in-house lender, if you either have a tight partnership or if your team or brokerage owns or has ownership interest in the lender, they are far more dedicated to making sure that that deal goes through because they are receiving a, a compensation there. And usually, in my experience of coaching lots of teams and brokerages, they are making, they're, they're making money on the mortgage piece which helps them defray or offset or further invest in lead generation and systems for the team. That's 100% how my team works. I can promise you without my lender, I still make money. I'm not going to go broke, but without my lender contribution, everything is a lot less. So it'll, to, to Dale's point, it allows me to spend more money on lead generation because I get to take two bites out of the same apple. So right. And, you know, those of you who don't have a lender, obviously, we don't have time on this webinar to talk about that, but that's vital. Either own a, own a mortgage company or get someone to contribute to your spend because it, there's people in every market who will contribute to your spend if you're a good realtor. So I'm going to play just another 10 seconds of this and then I'll it'll finish up. Um, reach out to you before our meeting to say, hey, I'm headed over and um, we will we'll meet tomorrow. Hey, it's 315 tomorrow. Yes. And then one more question: How do you spell? How do you spell your first name? Anyway, we go through this, and I, we don't need to play that. Actually, um, you know, this is one thing that is important, though. And the reason I say that: her name was um, Niemi, and I don't know how to spell Niemi. Um, so I like that she asked her how to spell her name, simply because let's make sure there's almost nothing more important to people than their own name.
You are ready to reach your peak and grow your team. We know it, and that's exactly why we created the Smart Inside Sales ISA Ascend program. Just as every great rock climber needs a belayer to manage their rope and help guide them to the best route to the top, ISA Ascend is designed to take you from free hire to leader of an accomplished ISA department efficiently and safely. It all starts by gearing up as our expert coaches help you prep your business for a productive ISA department before coaching you through all of the best practices for recruiting and hiring. Once you've got that offer letter signed, it's on to targeted training for both your beginner ISA hire and specific leadership group training for you where your coaching will continue, guiding you through all of the unique challenges and triumphs that come your way when you've got a new ISA. ISA Ascend is what you've been waiting for, so let's clip in and start your climb. Check out smartinsidesales.com slash ISA-ascend to reach your peak. That's smartinsidesales.com slash ISA-ascend to get your business to its greatest heights with ISA Ascend from Smart Inside Sales. We got four, we have six minutes left. Let's see if there's any chat. In the chat, do you want to hear a good example or a better example of discovery? Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you, Alex. We're going to play a better uh, example of discovery. Oh, Naya wants to hear too. Look at that. You know, I think this audience participation thing actually does work out. It's very helpful. I love it. The location, it's sort of uh, has, I mean, it has a. That I'd be happy to show it to you. What's your name? So this uh, person called in to view a property and I can probably put it, I could speed it up a little bit. We'll do 1.25. Uh, my name's Nate. Nate, okay, awesome. And where did you see the house? Uh, I saw it on Zillow actually originally. Okay, okay. And what about it caught your attention? Is it like where a good location for you, or or what is it that has you interested? Um, it's the location. It's sort of uh, has. I mean, it has a big backyard, but it's also not like super close to the houses next to it, um, which mm -hmm. I like. And then yeah. it's pretty close to where I work, so. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I thought I would at least look at that one. Um, maybe that one across the street from it, too. But, yeah, I wanted to see what um, openings you guys had in the next couple of days to see it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, would you want to take a look at it tomorrow? Um, yeah, tomorrow could work. Okay. Um, let's see. I am, let's see. I could do pretty much any time between 10 and noon uh, tomorrow morning, or would you prefer something in the afternoon? Um, no, the, I think the morning would be better. Okay, great. Um, you want to do 10 a.m.? Yeah, let's plan on 10 o'clock tomorrow. Putting it on my calendar right now. Uh, perfect. And you want to see that one and then the one across the street too? If it's, yeah, if I could see both of them, that'd be awesome. I know. Let's see. Let me double check because I know the one directly across the street was pending, but I think there was another one. Let me look really Yeah, quickly. it was like. I would say stop being focused on that right here in the middle. And I want to see if she comes back around to ask about work, right? He said he works near there. For everybody listening, that would have been a really simple segue into, great, hey, what do you do? What, you said you work nearby. Who, where do you work? What do you do? Let me make a positive comment. Oh, real quick, you know, I love that question. What do you like about this house? What is appealing about this house? That's a great question. It doesn't always work. Oh, just something I like. It had four bedrooms, whatever. But this guy, he just went, I did this and this and this and this. It's a great question to open that up versus, oh, that's a nice house moving on. Right. So I, I love that discovery question right there. 10 o'clock. Okay. And I'm with you. I hate your, this. Um, just say your, yes and then deal with it. 
I, I know just move on right we have we have more discovery to figure out here and you know we can we can pick up the pieces later on after we've gotten the discovery and the rapport built first time buying a house Nate or have you purchased a house before um I currently have a condo right now but um okay. I have a dog so trying to get to a place that actually has like a yard yes well and this one you're right it does have a great yard and it's fenced in too um which would be great do you have a big dog or a small dog She's pretty small. She's like um, like 17 pounds, but she's a mini greyhound, so she needs a lot of room to run. Oh, yeah. Well, this definitely is a great spot for that. Um, it's it's a manageable yard, but it's already so she's doing better at sort of getting in there, being involved in who the guy is. With you know, of course, she could have asked about work, but going down the dog route, that's great. People love their pets. People love you to love their pets, right? No, oh, I love I love how conversational she is. It's great. It's nice and big, so yeah, I think she would. Uh, I think she would probably work out well um, yeah, there. Sure. So okay, well, I will get that set up for ten o'clock tomorrow, and then um, I'll get the I'll double check and make sure the one down the street is still available too, and I'll get that one set up if so. Um, okay. Have you been on any showings with any other realtors, or where are you at in your I guess the home buying process right now? No, honestly, I'm in the. What do you think about that? I, uh, you know, have you been on any other showings with other realtors yet? like that a lot better than are you are you working with anybody yeah i would agree i think that's a really good one too have you been out to see any homes with with a real estate agent yet is yeah, uh in any way that you phrase it now uh let's get down because you know obviously she's more conversational more personable let's get down near the end and i want to i want to talk to everybody about something that brian and i constantly talk about which is wrapping this up Remember, this is a first-time buyer. He saw the properties on Zillow. He's actively searching online. He sounds like a savvy dude, right? We don't want to lose this. We need to tell him how things work. Real quick, Dale. I heard he owns a condo. He does own a condo. Okay. And so the agent does not do anything about, do you need to sell it? What will you do with it? She doesn't cover any of that stuff. So I, I know where your head's at, Brian. I'll just tell you since we're not, we're not going to hear it. She doesn't cover any of that stuff. So why don't you go ahead and tell the audience, yell at the audience about what they need yeah, to do. Yell at the audience. Dale and I were talking about yelling at people before in the green room. So um, this is one of the biggest mistakes that gets made on almost, I don't know, 50% of the phone calls that I listen to that have houses. Either they don't ask the question at all or which is the worst case scenario, or they asked the question and they didn't do anything about it. Because I can tell you right now, if I talk to this guy next, I'm going to try and get an appointment sitting in his condo. And then I'm going to tell him, well, since you like me to list your house, you should probably work with me to buy too and try and kick this person down the road. And mm -hmm. now I'm assuming, of course, they don't have an agency agreement. I'm not going to cross a sign or cross an, an agreement, but I'm going to tell them. And honestly, I believe that it's a heck of a lot easier if you work with me and only me instead of trying to work with two different agents. Don't you agree? I do. And then this lady's out, out, to, out to lunch. Yep process of talking to a lender and like I said we can talk about it a little bit more tomorrow but um, I would definitely at least go ahead and go through the process of getting pre-approved so that way you know if something drops that you just absolutely love you've got everything lined up your ducks in a row so that you can pull the trigger because basically what I want to avoid is you getting upset you know if you miss out on a house because you weren't necessarily prepared or had everything ready to go so like right. I said we can we can definitely talk about that more tomorrow and 
um, okay. you know, just some different options for you. But okay. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds great. Well, I will see you then at 9590 uh, Delaware tomorrow at 10 a.m. And okay. if you have questions or anything, I'll send you a quick text so you've got my direct phone number. And then that okay. way, if you have any questions or something else comes up that you want to see, um, we can get that scheduled as well. Okay. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much, right. Nate. I will see you tomorrow morning. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Thank you so much. Right. Have a good night. Okay. Now, Brian, the guy's somewhat savvy, right? He already owns a place. He's shopping online. You know, I, I still want to somehow broach the topic of letting other people know who contact. I, I just want to remind him, I can show you anything. I have access to anything on the internet, regardless of the website or the platform. And in fact, I also have access to some things that you may not be able to see online. So I'm more than happy to come meet you, show you this property. You know, and for the time being, we may find that we would like to work together. I would like to be your agent if I work out for you and if you think I can achieve, help you achieve your goals. And so I would just ask that if, you know, if any other realtors reach out to you in the meantime, just let them know that you're working with me for now. We'll meet each other tomorrow and we can talk more about it. But I'm going to be a little bit more delicate about kind of planting the flag there. And I'm good with that. And I like I like your approach. Um, sometimes I get aggressive. Hey, if I have a really good rapport with somebody and we're really going back and forth, I'll just say, hey, you know, just tell Dale, just tell uh, who are, anybody who calls you that you're working with Brian Curtis and HomeQuest Realty. And that way you won't have to have another one of these 15 minute interrogations and we can get you taken care of. And, you know, yeah, and that's and that and that's fine. Now, again, if you don't, I have think you could do that before, based on you know, hearing that, I think you could do that listening to this conversation. Yeah. And here's the goofy thing. People will do what you tell them to do. So just tell them that you're working. And I, I literally tell, repeat my name. I repeat my brokerage. Because think about it. If you're on a phone call with a, a potential lead and you say, and they say, hey, are you working with an agent? Yes, I'm working with Brian Curtis at HomeQuest Realty. Like, I feel like I'm done. You knew the name, the guy's full name, and you knew, you know, the, the brokerage they worked at. Versus if somebody says that to you, you are probably out. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying you don't try, but the reality is some agent did a really good job of coaching that client and they right. should, maybe they listen to cash call, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but you right. know, think about that compared to what that person on, on my call said, well, I had an agent who was showing me houses a couple of months ago. Well, that agent dropped the ball huge. I don't know what happened. And, you know, I don't know the rest of that story, but you know, no, I was working with Bob over at Remax. Oh, well, am I, you know, am I got to fight? Nope. Don't need to because they don't even, they don't know the agent's name or nothing. Like I'm not even sure they knew the, the agent's gender. So. Yeah, they know that if they know the agent's name and their brokerage, you got a 10% chance of getting your getting in there. Maybe. <laughs> so yeah. If you listen to Brian and I, you got a 10% chance of getting in there. there you if you don't listen to us, it's it's a zero. It's a negative five. All right. So um Anne um, commented in the group, feel like you should follow up with a text with the name and the contact information so they know for sure, or they sure have it. Absolutely, Anne. I'm a big, big fan. And one, my script for that is I'm going to send you my V card. And basically, that's just, if you don't know what that is, that's just the information that's saved in my phone. When I send it over to you, go ahead and click save and save me in your phone. And, and I absolutely love that. Um, one of the things that we know is that you're at least twice as likely to answer a phone call if that person's in your phone. Oh, yeah. At least twice, probably more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, excellent. All right, we got to end for today. Everybody, thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, being here. And, you know, we love doing this stuff. I think we're going to have a session next week and then probably we'll be off 
for a week or two, but we'll have to figure out what the schedule is and, and let you guys know that because I don't know if you know this, but the holidays are coming. Our holidays. Are coming. I've heard. I've heard that. Some holidays yeah. coming up. Uh, yeah. Excellent, Brian. Great seeing you. Dale, as always, appreciate you. And uh, we'll we'll worst case scenario, we'll talk next what? Not talk next Wednesday. Sounds good. See ya. Thanks for tuning in for today's Cash Call replay. Want your call to be reviewed by Dale and Brian on a future episode of Cash Call? Click on the link in the show notes to submit your call. We can't wait to support you.